It's time for the Plan with Dan podcast, the show that will help you discover and achieve your true purpose for money and make you a more confident investor. We'll talk about sane and intelligent approaches to financial planning. Now, let's Plan with Dan. Well, hello. Thanks for joining us and welcome to the Plan with Dan podcast, talking about Dan Betzel. My name is Steve Gramsci. Dan is the founder of Betzel Wealth Advisors in the greater Columbus area. And you can uh, always find resources available here on this website, BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. Dan, uh, nice to be with you another time. Let's have a fun talk today. What do you think? I'm looking forward to it, Steve. When it comes to retirement planning, we all are striving for at least four categories, and that's what we want to talk about in the podcast today. So, so Dan, uh, if you would give us your opinion on these four categories, I think it'll be helpful to us. And the one I want to start out with is having enough money to retire to do the things that you want to do. You know, Steve, that is such a fundamental question that I think everyone as they approach retirement has to spend significant time to come to terms with that is like, so really, you know, how much is enough? And when I think about that question, there are at least two levels. There's a philosophical question. And I've been very privileged now in my uh, estate planning practice and my financial planning practice to meet a lot of people. And what I've realized and what I've learned is there is no direct correlation, in my opinion, between how much money a person has and how happy and fulfilled their retirement is. So you have to get really clear about how much money is enough. That's more of a philosophical question. And then, of course, there's a practical side to that question. And the practical side is how much is enough? Probably more than you think. And the research does tend to say that people are surprised with how much money they need uh, to have in retirement. Or, to have the kind of retirement they'd like to have. Now, I think if if anyone wants to explore these issues more, if you go to my website, BetzelWealthAdvisors.com, and you go to the Investor Education tab, I've created um, a couple workshops. One I called the True Purpose for Money, and other the second one I think that might be useful for this topic is Defeating Your Money Demons. You can listen to the workshop, download the workbook, um, and hopefully get real clarity as you know how much is enough. Because remember, it's just not about getting to retirement, but it's about getting through retirement in the manner and the fashion that you would like. As we uh, talk about where do you stand, I mean, you talked about uh, having enough money uh, to sustain a lifestyle, but uh, do you have enough money to stay retired? Yeah, that's a great question. And uh, part, I think, of the of the process of, say, real financial planning is to to create peace of mind around your finances for you and your family. And a part of that is, you know, making sure that you're prepared to address, you know, these big expenses that, you know, may come up during retirement. I mean, when I look back of people that I've assisted, you know, you never know when that roof might need repaired or that you might have a medical expense that you weren't planning. And uh, some of my clients, you know, unfortunately, they find themselves um, in a position that they need to help their child who maybe is going through a divorce or, or a medical emergency of their own or has lost a job. And so you want to make sure that you're prepared to address these um, potential big expenses that really aren't in your normal everyday budget, um, that you can take care of those in a way that you find empowering and you find uh, you know, helpful to your family without jeopardizing your own future. I think it's very, very important. Well, and that leads uh, right into uh, the topic of uh, knowing maybe uh, how Medicare works and how you can remain financially independent for your whole life, because like you said, things are going to come up. Yeah, um, 
And of course, this area of, of financial planning, this area of law is very, very complicated. Uh, it, a lot of it depends on uh, its federal law with sometimes state oversight, and it's almost in Ohio anyway. It's county by county how, how sometimes these funds are distributed. But I think it's really, really crucial that you give some thought to like long-term care expenses. And it's not a fun thing to think about, but it's very, very expensive. I know in the Columbus area, it's anywhere from $6,500 to $8,000 a month, you know, for a, a long-term care facility. And a lot of my clients, you know, they want to stay at home. And I think about my own in-laws in, in the last, say, three years, both of my in-laws have had very, very extensive healthcare issues. Both wanted to stay at home and it was expensive. And unfortunately, um, they had done some of the planning necessary. They were able to do that. There's a lot of uh, resistance sometimes to thinking about this topic, but I want people to know that there are solutions to it. Um, you just have to take the time to educate yourself on it. And a lot of people don't like long-term care insurance, for yeah. example, because they're, they're free. well, I'm never going to use it. But it's actually some really amazing hybrid policies, I call them. They're actually life insurance policies that will allow you to access the face value of the policy for long-term care or to stay at home. And if you don't use the policy, then you can use it as legacy planning and, and leave that to your children. And a lot of people find that that approach you know, more palatable to them. Please take time to figure that out for yourself. Well, I know in my father passed recently. Uh, my mom wanted to be uh, totally independent and she wanted to stay where she was. She didn't want to rely on family and she didn't want to be going to, to a living center anywhere. And she was just, I want to say, um, lovingly stubborn enough to pull it off. And uh, they, <laughs> dad had planned really well for her and she never had to worry about that like some people some people do. So do you think people need long-term care insurance? I certainly think that for the majority of uh, Americans, it's an issue that has to be seriously considered. And as I, I was mentioning, maybe you don't want a pure long-term care policy. Yeah. Maybe you want to purchase a hybrid policy, uh, like a life insurance policy that's going to allow you to access it if you do need long-term yeah. care. And then the money that you don't use can pass down to your children. Yeah, because you mentioned that. That's what brought the idea to yeah. my mind. Yeah. Uh, how about having enough to create the legacy that you want? You know, all of us um, want to see our children flourish and even do better than we did. And that seems to be, you know, just a typical <laughs> approach for parents. And I know myself, it's, I really have uh, been, I really enjoyed being able to help my children through school and to get started, get, get launched. Um, and I know that legacy planning is very, very important to almost all of my clients. And maybe it's just not children, but maybe it's leaving a legacy to those institutions that um, you'd like to support after you've after you've passed. And um, you know one great way to do that, of course, is um, through qualified money where you you can get actual tax deductions, maybe purchase an insurance policy. Um, I use that a lot with clients. Uh, give you an example. So if you have a, a family that owns a farm outside of Columbus, and the two sons have worked on the farm uh, for the last thirty five years or so. And the majority of the family's assets are tied up in that farm. Well, they also have two daughters that you know, married and moved away to different states. How do they do a legacy plan that isn't equal but fair? Because, of course, part of the value of the farm is a result of the two sons who have worked the farm for 30 years. So one, one way to handle that is for the parents to purchase a second-to-die life insurance policy that will pay when the second spouse passes away to the daughters 
and the sons can can keep running the farm and the daughters can can receive a legacy from their parents. It's just one possibility that you could consider. Or if you have a, you know, a black sheep in the family, that'll uh, drop the equation down a little bit and you can leave <laughs> everything to the other ones, make for an easier decision. Hopefully that's not it because most parents want to treat their, their children equally and they want to leave a legacy equally or at least uh, that makes sense like you were talking about. Not everybody needs so or wants to have the beach house left to them, you know? Yeah, you know, I, a mentor that I worked with for years and years and years when I was still practicing estate planning law, he, he taught me that there's nothing more unequal than the equal treatment of unequals. And he uh, was really, really um, uh, important to, that we distinguish between equal and fair. And I think what parents really want to do is they want to treat their children fairly, not necessarily equally. And that may mean equal distribution with, of money, but nevertheless, there's a I think a lot of rich undertones that can be mined if you start to think about your legacy in, in those terms. We've had that discussion in our household where where when the children were younger and you would go on a trip or you'd go somewhere and if you've got a uh, Tootsie Roll Pop, for example, they each got a Tootsie Roll Pop. And if you got a Tootsie Roll Pop and maybe an ice cream cone, they each got an ice cream cone and a Tootsie Roll Pop. But I've often said if they've gotten older, and our discussion is everything doesn't have to be equal, it should be fair and appropriate. So absolutely, that's what absolutely. you're saying. And uh, I think that's a good thing. That's main, many, may, maybe some of our listeners haven't quite thought of legacy planning in that regard. So thank you for sharing that with us. We appreciate it. Uh, with Dan Betzel here, as we're talking about where do you stand, we've uh, ta- been talking about in this podcast, having enough money to retire, having enough money to stay retired, having enough to remain financially independent your whole life, having enough to create a legacy that you want. If that discussion is something you want to have personally and independently with Dan, Dan, your phone number to call is? Phone number is 614-472-4510. That's my office number. And Dan is the founder of Betzel Wealth Advisors. Uh, So if you're in the greater Columbus area, this could be what you need to plan for your retirement, a discussion with Dan. Uh, The office is in Gahanna, which is near the airport there. And, of course, you are on the website, BetzelWealthAdvisors.com. And you can just go ahead and experiment a little. Click on the tabs here on the top and, and get some answers to some questions you may have been thinking about that we haven't talked about in this podcast about where do you stand. So in our next podcast, we're going to have some fun with Yogi Berra. Yogi has uh, had some amazing quotes in his lifetime, and you'd be surprised how those quotes can relate to your planning of retirement. Thank you for joining us here on Plan with Dan podcast. I'm Steve Gramsci. We'll see you next time. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Betzel Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio.